you guys are, are going to Vegas this week. Uh, Booker, one of the last times we spoke, Reality of Wrestling was doing an event in Vegas. You told me yeah. the city had a special place. Uh, you know, you, you did a honeymoon there. You, you shared some stories about uh, what the city meant to you. What's it mean to get a chance to go back and do a, a little bit of a different event? You're doing a, a live podcast, meet and greet. It's Friday, September 29th. Talk about the event coming up and, you know, getting a chance to go back to Vegas again. Yeah. You know, when I think of Vegas, I, I think that I, I guess the first memory that come to my mind is meeting um, Joe Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson's uh, dad and his wife. And um, it was so awesome, you know, uh, you know because I was a, a young Booker T back then um, at the MGM Grand. Uh, I remember running in the Frankie Valley uh, in, in the uh, in the MGM Grand one day as well with my brother. So it's always had a, a special place uh, with me. Um, and now to be able to, um, you know, do uh, an event in Vegas. Uh, we've done one before, um, which was a really, really awesome event. The first event ever done in the MGM Grand from an independent perspective. And um, now we're hoping to go back and in December um, and do something really, really big as well. We're just trying to um, create something special with reality of wrestling. You know, we're a small company, but we're, we're growing um, exponentially and to be able to um, let young people see, you know, what they can do, I think is uh, my um, pride and joy. I think that's why I get my strength from, you know, working with young people. Um, and in this weekend there, again, we have actually tonight uh, we have a, uh, a grand opening at our new building, um, the next chapter, um, uh, Reality of Wrestling, the next chapter. And we got two NXT stars that's going to headline the event, Axiom and Charlie Dempsey, which um, I, I give those guys high praise. And, and for them to be a part of Reality of Wrestling for one night is, um, you know, it, it's, it's special. It really, it really, it really truly is. Um, and and for me, um, the journey is, is just beginning, though. The journey is just beginning, I, and I just want to see exactly how far we can go. I just say, uh, ask God to, you know, you know, give me enough time to finish my work. Any special plans you have outside of the, the podcast and the meet and greet? In Las Vegas, uh, we're going to be doing a uh, meet and greet in the podcast at Planet 13, which is, you know, I, 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 I that's something that's really um, uh, near to, and dear to me also as far as um, representing um you know, something like cannabis. So many people avoided cannabis for so many years. And I, I, I've been in the wrestling business for now over 30 years. And I, I, I remember seeing, you know, you know, so many of my friends, you know, go down that journey, go down that road, taking those pills and whatnot. And I just, I just wondered how would it have been if they could have done cannabis? Probably could have saved a lot of guys' lives along the way. So I, I just promote these young kids, man, these young guys staying away from, you know, um, you know, medical drugs, um, because those are some of the biggest, you know, um, pitfalls you can fall in in this business is getting trapped. And I was just listening to Kurt Angle, and I think he said he, he took 2,700 pills a month. Mm -hmm. And that right there, I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I saw that, I go, man, Kurt Angle's a really, really good friend of mine. And to see him go down that road and that journey, which perhaps could have been avoided, um, if, if, you know, he could have taken cannabis, you know, so for my, my, my partner and I, Brad Gilmore to be, 
doing uh, our, our podcast at Planet 13 to let everyone see what um, the, the Hall of Fame podcast is all about because we're not just about wrestling. We're not just about, you know, boxing, you know, and MMA. We're about life and trying to change people's lives at the same time. Yeah, I that was the Joe Rogan podcast. I think that Kurt was on. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw some of it and the the one that really the whole thing was, you know, kind of eye-opening, but he said that he overdosed the night before he did an Ironman match with Brock Lesnar, which is just still kind of like I, I haven't wrapped my head around that. Like, so I'm I'm just glad A, he's doing better now. He he kind of came out the other side of that. But more to your point, yeah, I think it's really great to see cannabis be a viable option. Hopefully, you know, overall wrestlers don't get stuck in the positions that maybe some of the other people that uh had those issues with. Don't. Well, I, I, well, I, I can tell you, it's, it's so easy um, to fall into those those um, pitfalls because I, I tell you, um, I, it, it wasn't that I wasn't in the room when it happened. I just was able to make myself, you know, unavailable and say, "Hey, look, you know, I, I'm I'm going to take myself out of this scene." I was in the room when the cocaine came out. I was in the room when the pills came out. I was in the room when all of that stuff was happening. But for me, I said. I had seen it before I, as a kid, and it's something, a road that I knew I didn't want to go down, but it only takes one time. You know, we see so many kids today dying from, you know, thinking they're taking an oxycodone pill or something, and it's laced with fentanyl, and boom, they're there. I, I met a kid just not too long ago. Uh, we did an event, and he took one fentanyl pill, and, and now he's in a wheelchair for the rest of his yeah. life literally just screwed his whole body up. So to be able to drive young people into the right direction, because, you know, just, just say for instance, alcohol, we've been, you know, pushing alcohol for so many years and we know how bad alcohol really, really truly is. And to, to be able to step up and, and, and actually say something about it. I just think it's, it's so important um, for, for uh, people like myself in my position to um, let people know that it's not as harmful as people have, th have thought for, for so many years. The next chapter you mentioned that, that as we're recording, it's going to take place tonight. Uh, I got a, I, I saw the preview, the new ROW Arena. There, there's a lot of excitement about the event. You mentioned Charlie Dempsey and Axiom are going to be there. Uh, I'll pose the question to both of you: What are you looking forward to about this next chapter, figuratively and literally, like for reality of wrestling? What what can fans expect from the event? What about the rest of the year that you're most excited about? Well, for me, um, I feel like this is a new beginning for reality of wrestling. Um, tonight's event is going to be the the kickoff uh, to something uh, totally different, even though, it, no pun intended, we are going to be having a kickoff show that's going to be starting at 6 o'clock, mm -hmm. <laughs> going to 7 o'clock. But um, we're going to try to bring something different to our show on a monthly basis and try to make it like an event, a show every month where people can tune in and go, wow, this is something a little bit different than I've I've watched um, before from an independent perspective because we're not an independent wrestling company. We're small, 
television company and we're trying to produce the best we possibly can. We look at ourselves as the AAA of professional wrestling, but we want to be the best uh, uh, AAA we possibly can be and produce uh, the best of stars for tomorrow. So for me, it's about um, who's going to break out tonight and show me something um, as Vince McMahon would say, who's going to um, reach for that brass ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think on, on from my perspective, Bill, you know, uh, going this November will be my 11th year with Reality Wrestling. And when I started um, with the company, we were at in a recreation center where you could see basketball goals in the background, right, <laughs> that we would try to cover up as best we could. And to go from that to fast forward a decade plus later and to have our own facility that is built in the same uh, way that the, the, the NXT Performance Center would be built with rings and equipment and promo classes and, and training referees, training commentators, training announcers, having the LED screen set up just for television is incredible for me to see. And, and that's also why I, I say about Reality of Wrestling, there are a lot of great schools that you can go train to be a pro wrestler, right? There are a lot of great places you can go to wrestle and learn your craft there's no place in the country maybe even the world that has what reality of wrestling has to offer uh where you have a hall of fame coach you have people who sat under his learning tree and able to uh, uh give other uh, give new students the lessons that he's given them and learn about television production you wonder why people like roxanne perez has flourished in nxt well it's because when she went there it wasn't anything new to her she had been there before because she had the reps at Reality of Wrestling. She knew what the television time was. She knew how to work a hard camp. She knew, you know, what, what she needed to do as far as a promo goes in front of a live house. None of that was new to her. And so I'm excited for this new chapter, the next chapter, to have more stars like that in this environment. Charlie Dempsey and Axiom were two of the names that are going to be there tonight. This isn't the first time that this uh, talent exchange has happened. Uh, can you talk a little bit about maybe how that works? Like, do you have anybody have your eye on anybody or, you know, is it, they send some names over to you vice versa? Like, how does that, how does that work where you, well, first, first of all, I got my eye on everybody, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I'm looking for the talent and I'm not looking for the best talent you know, in the locker room. I'm not looking for the worst talent in the locker room. I'm looking for the guys that I could work with. Um, I'm looking for guys just looking for help as well. Um, if, if, if I, if, if it's, if it's guys in NXT and they're just sitting on the sideline and I'm there every week and they don't come ask me any questions, they won't be coming to reality wrestling, but I'm, I'm looking for the guys that's, that's looking to get better, wondering what it, what, what did it take to get to that next level? But, but more importantly, what did it take to, to stay at that next level? Because, when 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 you get in this, this this business and you don't look at it as a business, it could be very swift. It could be very quick. Uh, but when you look at it as a job, like you're putting your hard head on and your boots, and you and you know you got you know somebody on your heels that's looking to take your job, you look at it from a totally different perspective. And I'm looking for young men and young women that have that um that aptitude to want that. And there's so many of them down in NXT that. I hope to um, work with here at Reality of Wrestling and just, you know, what we say in the business, just give them the rub, you know, try to give them just that little bit of knowledge that, uh, you know, sometimes young people just needed, need a pat on the back, you know, and told that they could do this, you know, so for me, I'm a motivator. And for me, I'm, I'm, I'm living my best life. I really am. It's a little bit of a tough week 
this past week. I know you, you covered it on yes, yesterday's Friday's episode. So I would say anybody that wants more of Booker's thoughts on what happened with NXT or with the, the uh, talent cuts, go check out that episode because I think there's some pretty good insight, especially about guys like uh, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin. But, you know, you cover it pretty much in depth. I, I would encourage everybody to go check that out. Um, Brad, I know you're, you're a, a big Back to the Future fan. Yes. I don't I know. I don't, what's up? I see your almanac behind you. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I'm sure you spotted that right away. I did. Uh I don't know why I thought of this, but uh, have you, how, how much do you try to get Booker in, involved in the lore or like just being a fan of that franchise? Because I know it's important to you, but is Booker like a movie buff? Well, Booker's a huge movie buff. I think that a lot of people might be surprised about that. Some of his most iconic lines and phrases have been ripped off of the silver screen and repurposed and almost now re reattributed to him in a lot of ways. But as far as back to the future goes, Booker is a back to the future fan. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I yeah. mean, that, I mean, that wasn't something I had to even coach him on or, or, you know, push him toward. He's a, you've always been a back. Yeah. To the but just fan. not as much as Brad. Not Brad, as much Brad, as me. Brad the geek. All yeah. Right. I, I will own that a hundred percent. I will own that. But you know, I mean, uh, book's definitely a huge movie buff and I think that's one of the reasons that Booker and I um, are, are kind of so good together in a lot of ways even though uh, you know on paper you might think that we come from completely different worlds but we like the same music a lot of the times we like the same movie a lot of the times we have the same interests outside of pro wrestling which is what brought us together um, so yeah he, he's a big movie buff mm -hmm. uh, the Warriors is the big one the can you dig it but yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody think that's where uh, Can You Dig It came from, but it really didn't. It came from Shaft, uh, Richard yep. Roundtree, back in the day. Um, I was a huge Richard Roundtree fan. Actually, when um, I did my documentary, the beginning of my documentary is based off of the movie Shaft, if you go back and watch it. Uh, music of, uh, from Isaac Hayes playing in the background, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> big, big fan. All right, I so, mean, so purple rain on NXT. This <laughs> week, yeah, the, the I got I got called out on it too on Twitter. <laughs> on X, that would X. <laughs> I'm sticking with Twitter. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> so, so Brad, is there is there a line from the trilogy that you would give Booker to like sort of adopt? as mm. a catchphrase like, like, start getting over like on like on commentary maybe Just, I don't yeah, know. So, something that you know well my favorite line isn't anything booker would ever say because uh but, but my favorite line from back to the future is in back to the future one um they're at the dinner table in 1955 and and marty's future grandfather says he's an idiot it comes from upbringing his parents are probably idiots too right which is like my favorite line yeah. from the whole movie but um that's, i don't know i'd have to think that's a lawler line that's a lawler line it's not <laughs> that really didn't fit book's modus of operandi yeah but uh, i'd have to think on that one of, of a really good one that he could use you know you could use this as heavy you could you could drop a great scott on commentary okay, i could do that's, that's what i'm saying great scott great scott <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i'll be using that i'll be using that next week <laughs> all right book to the future 
Book to the future. I like it. You got it. You know, but this is this is kind of the talk that Booker was saying about our show. <laughs> and yeah, we're 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 excited to be there at Planet Thirteen. We're also going to be covering the Canelo Alvarez and Jermel Charlo fight out there in Las Vegas. Yes. And, and 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 to Booker's point earlier about a lot of the boys, um, you know, we're here in Texas where cannabis isn't recreationally legal. But um, mm -hmm. and and I'm not a user, but I I will say I see the benefits of it for a lot of athletes, especially from the CBD side of things, yep. which is legal in the state of Texas. So many guys who have injuries, inflammation, uh, battling even anxiety, you see that the CBD yes, has done yes. wonders for them, even a couple drops under the tongue. You hear Governor Jesse Ventura talk about what it did for oh, him and, God, yes. and for his, uh, yep. his significant other, his wife, I believe, is who it is, who was battling seizures. So um, from that perspective and the medicinal effects of it, that it can do for athlete recovery is definitely something that I think that we should continue to push for because the reason why so many of the guys back in Booker's day, thankfully Booker didn't go down that, that road, but so many guys did with the painkillers is because, you know, this ain't ballet to quote, to quote somebody. I mean, this hurts. Yeah. And, and for a lot of these young guys and girls who are now having to tour you know, I mean, even at the independent level, they're getting in a car right after they work in San Antonio to drive to Dallas, then back to Houston. You do a show in Galveston, you're going up to Abilene and then to Lubbock, you know, all within a few weeks span. Uh, recovery is key. And you don't want to see people go down that same path um, that so many others did in the past. So in Texas, CBD is something that I definitely think uh, every athlete um, should check out in, in for recovery. But again, we're just excited to be out there in Las Vegas. This is Booker and I's second home yep. in a lot of ways. We're out there four or five times. It feels like a year uh, doing our radio show, doing the Hall of Fame. And uh, this time is going to be special because we're going to be in a different environment and uh, just, you know, talking about Shaft and Back to the Future and all the things in between. Friday, September 29th, that goes down. Uh, the live podcast is one uh to 2 p.m i believe mountain time local time meet and greets at 2 to 3 p.m uh we were just talking about catchphrases i'll, I'll end on this one uh booker where did hottie biscotti come from it's my favorite one of his by the way Hottie biscotti uh actually came from the uh jody arias murder case <laughs> Okay. wasn't expecting that one <laughs> this took a left turn yeah really actually, i was actually, like we're gonna have we're gonna end on a that was her like, that was her term for uh for uh for the guy that was was the name travis alexander uh alexander i think okay. uh, uh that was her, her term for him her hottie biscotti and i was like man that sounds pretty cool you know so i said i'm still there yeah <laughs> take from a murder case and repurpose for good yeah really Overlock. like it, it, credit to you <laughs> right credit to you, you Take, taking a true crime i love true, i love true crime too that's one of my favorite things uh, to talk about as well as watch yeah <laughs> all right uh thank you guys for your time today i covered a lot um anything else you guys want to promote before we get out of here just check out Reality of Wrestling, which is really the lifeblood of everything that we do. You know, our YouTube channel passed 700,000 subscribers. We're trying to make that march to a million. We are the premier uh, wrestling company, you know, in the Gulf Coast. And if you're at an independent level and you want to learn, you know, the television way of doing this business, which is what you're working toward as a professional wrestler, this is the only place in the entire country where you can get the, the real feel 
of what this business really truly is all about under the expert tutelage of the two-time Hall of Famer, the former world champion, one of the most decorated professional wrestlers in the history of the game, Booker T. Um, so we definitely want to always make mention of that. Go to realitywrestling.com. <laughs> That's the short <laughs> version of that. <laughs> all right. Best of luck tonight. Uh, I, I hope we get a chance to talk in December. I hope, you know, things work out. You go back to Vegas for that event. I'd love to hear more. Be uh, better. Have a great afternoon. This has been fun. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate right. it.